fellow adventurers. Welcome to a Nat One Life podcast series called Homebrew Heals. Here, my sister Amanda and I will talk about our different journeys we have taken or are still on to resolve our medical issues. From gut issues to skin issues, we have experienced a lot in our 30 years. We do not have any medical backgrounds, but feel we have rolled high enough in our investigation and health checks and want to share our experiences with you. So come along this journey with us and see what we discover together. Journey with us and start to find your way through this net one life. Let's talk about poop, baby. Monthly updates your way. <clears throat> so how's your poop going? So, oh man, am I so freaking excited. So you and tell me, me both. More, tell me right. more. So we submitted our hair samples in to be uh, tested against, like, they advertised it as 900 plus, uh, not even just foods, but also, like, environmental uh, things around us, Mm -hmm. Um, but essentially to see our intolerance levels, and we got the results back. Yeah, we did. So excited. Okay. I am excited and also not excited. Mm-hmm. Let's talk yeah. about that too. So they're definitely for me personally was uh some items I was not expecting or thought, and vice versa. I was expecting some items to be listed like in the red and they were in the green. And so now I have a whole new life on what I'm supposed to be eating. A whole, whole new I guess today I'm just really going to be here for musical entertainment. All right. <laughs> musical commentary coming your way. Yeah, so some of them were totally like, yeah, that makes sense, right? Right. Like, mm-hmm. like fuck. But yeah, that makes sense. Cheese. Like, yeah, that makes sense. But God, I really wish you were green. So wish you were a part of my life. Cheese. I love you. Um. Yeah. So... Talk to me. Okay, so what company did we go through? Yeah, so we um went through Check My Body Health. Mm-hmm. And I will tell everybody right now, um, when you go on to the site, for me personally, I was actually a little nervous going through with this because the website is like um, older. Archaic as fuck is how <laughs> I would put it. Because I, too, am like, you want me to put my credit card information <laughs> in this AOL-created yeah. jaunty POS website? No offense, check my body health. Like, obviously, your priorities are elsewhere, but, like... Right. It most likely, I mean, rightfully so. You like, get a free template on WordPress that's way more aesthetically pleasing than what you have going on. It looks not legit. Um, but we went with it because it was still recommended and <laughs> still highly... I know. <laughs> Famous last words. Um, but we trusted it. And it, obviously, it turned out well. Everything's fine. Um, and okay. it, it, the process took about four weeks. <clears throat> Longer than I was anticipating. Yeah, about a month. I would say maybe 21, maybe three three to four weeks. Yeah, three to four weeks. Um, essentially, all you have to do is... Uh, 
fill out their form, pay for it, or let them know that you are interested in doing this and you pay your fee. Um, for us, there was a special going on, a couples special that we took advantage of. We are a couple um, of humans. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Not specified. Mm-hmm. Um, so you pluck some hairs off of your head um, or cut them off either way. And then I uh, put them in a little baggie and they only need like, if you have long hair, they say they only need up to like four or six strands of hair. And then you mail it off. And within two weeks, they say, you should receive an email with results. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the science that they use. So mm-hmm. um, they will get into what we like, but one of the things is your results and their explanations and everything. I think they do a very good job of that. They are Um, very thorough. They are very thorough. Great. That's a great way of putting it. So this test falls under complementary alternative medicines. So that is like your chiropractor and your naturopath and um, your acupuncturist. Maybe your massage therapist, you know, something like that. So they say that they use bioresonance therapy in order to do the test. They're very clear in saying that this is not a substitute for medical advice. It's not a substitute for medical treatment, et cetera. Um, So bioresonance is... um, a machine, they so bioresonance measures the frequency of energy wavelengths coming like from your body, or in this case, from our hair. Mm-hmm. And there's a machine that is used to measure those wavelengths. <clears throat> um, and so how it works is that there's an idea that there's unhealthy cells that are giving out this altered wavelength, okay? Like, the energy vibration electromagnetic wavelength is changed because there's been damage to the cells or to Mm. your DNA. So that's some sort of reaction, right? There's some sort of reaction. And so these electrodes are placed on whatever they're testing in this case, the hair. And then those electrodes, we read the energy wavelengths that are coming from that and so then those can be manipulated by um the machine to allow this to allow for different vibrations and so what it's testing is your reaction to these 900 plus different items like sarah said um the hair's reaction to these items so if you put it in and i'm not sure their exact process but they put it in some kind of solution that's like strawberries you know Mm mm-hmm and then they measure the electromagnetic bioresonance reaction. Okay. So number one, people, you have to have an open mind. Right. Number two, there are people out there that have indicated that it helps them with their rheumatoid arthritis, with their fibromyalgia, with um, mm-hmm. stopping smoking, having stomach issues, Um, you know, all of these different things. So I am a big, and the other thing too, is that 
these tests are becoming more and more common. Like Sarah mm-hmm. and I have like five or six that we have on our list to test out. And all of them use these different types of complementary alternative medicine. And a lot of these things, like acupuncture is a great example, have been used for, th- for centuries in other cultures as ways mm-hmm. to help with things. So I'm a firm believer in the pharmaceutical industry rules the United States. So maybe we should take what they say with a grain of salt. Just saying. Mm-hmm. That's Test awesome. it out first and see if it works for you kind of thing. When for this one, because we're mailing in our hair and they're doing it within their own lab and whatnot, it it's nice because then we don't have to necessarily be part of that experience. Like we don't have to physically go somewhere. We don't have to sit in a doctor's office and yeah. have any sort of interaction. It, it, that was a benefit on my side. Um, for multiple reasons. So uh, I fully enjoyed being able to just mail in. Well, and it's way less invasive than like a, like I, when I got my allergies tested when I was younger, it was a scratch test. Like, yeah. That, that shit, that shit's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And then like, least, mine was drawing blood. And right. Like, I did blood tests too. Yeah. yeah. So um, way less invasive. You know, you don't even have to pull your hair out. They say you can cut it, you know, take it from a hairbrush if you don't want to cut it, whatever. Um, so what, let's explain the difference between an allergy and a sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for, I guess the best way to explain it is that an allergy is like an immune response. Your body can't handle or it doesn't know what to do with what you're consuming and or what is being um, placed up against your skin. Because you can be allergic and have a reaction just from something touching you, right? So it's your body not being able to, to cope and to take care of the problem in the best way. So you go into shock. And mm-hmm. a lot of times you have to be uh, stuck with, what is it, a, a EpiPen. Mm-hmm. But for food sensitivities or just for um, intolerances, your body can still, like, function. It, it can still, you can, you don't run the possibility of death, essentially, with a intolerance. Instead, you're body is just reacting or the chemicals and bacteria in your body are reacting in a way that just cause inflammation Mm -hmm. or they cause discomfort. Um, Sometimes it can come out to be a sign of like, it seems as if you have allergies, um, uh, your nose is stuffy, your throat is itchy, stuff like that could be a Uh sign as well, but it never gets worse than that. Okay, so, yeah, it's just so interesting, too, because it can also, in terms of your gut, display signs of, like, excessive bloating, right? Like, so think Mm -hmm. about lactose intolerance. I think that's the most common intolerance that we know of. Mm -hmm. It's easily diagnosed. You can tell, you know, doctors diagnose lactose intolerance all the time. And it's not that you're allergic to milk. You're just, you know, 
anytime you have it, your body's kind of like, I really don't like that. So you're not going to go into a full um, allergic response, but you are going to be like really bloated or gassy or, you know, shit your brains out or be <laughs> constipated or whatever. Yeah, they still have reaction. It's just not your immune system shutting right. your body down. <laughs> exactly. So, um, awesome. Thank you for that explanation. Because I think it's important that people understand this is not an allergy test. Right, know? exactly. Um, now, what I found fascinating about this test in general was it talks about, um, based upon the results, doing like a elimination type of diet, Right. Mm -hmm. And it gives you some assistance and guidance on how to set that up and how to go about doing it. Um, because what I found interesting is that you may not be intolerant to these items forever. Mm -hmm. It may just be that you are taking in something that you're so intolerant to. Like, again, let's go back to lactose. Sarah and I both are very intolerant to milk products, dairy mm -hmm. of any kind. And, and that came out clear in this test. Um, as well as other tests that we have had. And so it's one of those situations where if your stomach is that upset and you're creating that much turmoil, then you could be causing reactivity with other foods that you're eating. Mm -hmm. So once you eliminate certain, all of these things and kind of get your gut to a nice homeostasis, then you may be able to add some of these back in and see how you react. So I thought mm -hmm. that was very interesting. So I was like, oh, so maybe not forever all cheese. Like maybe a hard cheese every once in a while down the line after I build up some good gut flora would be okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Fingers it's crossed. definitely not something where it's like, we like initially looking at our list and we'll go through some of the highlights here so you guys can understand our results a little bit more. But at first, like seeing that first page and seeing the reds and the oranges and everything, it was a little daunting and it was something where we're like, oh, great. Okay. So what am I supposed to eat? Kind of mm -hmm. situation. Right. But it really is like, good to know that there is light at the end of the tunnel, right? That this isn't necessarily for forever. Going back to the differences with allergies and uh, intolerances, allergies are known to be where some, if you have them when you're younger, um, they may go away, but a lot of times you expect to have them with you for life. Mm -hmm. Intolerances are a lot more flexible, essentially, where you're just controlling the bacteria that is inside your gut by manipulating what you put into your stomach. So mm -hmm. over time, if that bacteria isn't created and it's not being agitated, uh, let's say then reintroducing those foods, your body understands, oh, no, we're good. We know how to handle this. This is no longer a problem. Right. Or not even maybe understands, but like has the resources to actually mm, digest yeah. it properly because it's not being either inundated with something that it can't process and it's mm -hmm. trying to break that down with all of that energy. Or as you know, like with some of the issues that we have with uh, SIBO, <clears throat> 
it can like cause like overgrowth of other other problems right so then it's like well i didn't even get to try to process that because all that bacteria ate it you know up there in your small intestines bitch (laughs) you're like damn it that's why i just shit my brains out (laughs) stupid bacteria anyway awesome so what did i mean was there anything else that you found uh, amazing about the results or and we'll post them on the blog yeah I figure we'll post them on the blog, um, but did you want to go through some highlights? Yeah, I thought we could go through some highlights once we, like, kind of... That was an, a high-level recap. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. we don't want to give everything from Check My Body Health away. Um, you know, we will... I mean, we don't want to read everything verbatim, you guys. It's a long... It's too long. It's, like, 50 pages or something like that. 60. So, it's almost 70 pages. Oh, yeah. 65 pages. Thanks. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, let's hit the highlights. So hit me with your best shot, girl. Oh, yeah. Ooh, okay. Let's let's talk about mm-hmm. what do you think first mm-hmm. was most um, made you the most happy that you could have? Oh, nice. Okay, okay. Um, let's see. I, I, okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's the appropriate question for me, because I pretty <clears throat> much was happy to see the amount of green on my list. So I think that was more of the thing for me. I was so nervous that I was going to have so many foods or items that I was going to, that showed intolerance signs for that. I was just happy to get the list back and see how much green is actually there. Um, which means that I'm not going to starve and I do have some food options, um, to pick from. Okay. Awesome. How about you? Okay. So mine was, okay, there were pretty much three things that jumped out to me, out of me. First of all, because I had a very bad reaction initially. Mm -hmm. Then I was like, all right, got to change my mindset. What can I have? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. All right. So right in a row, coffee, boom. Cola, boom. Mm -hmm. Like, Fuck yeah, bitches. I could drink all the soda I want. <laughs> Except for, you know, it's bad for you. But still, it was green. So even if I eat, drink it in limited quantities, at least I know I can have it. And it won't, like, make me terrible. Um, and then corn. So those were three things where I was like, okay, I, I, I can already see substitutes. Like corn chips. So totally Fritos, tortilla chips. Mm-hmm. I can have potatoes, I think. Right? I believe so. Yeah, I'm like, I'm pretty sure. Because that was going to be, people. that was that was supposed to be your other alternative is because you can, they have um, potato flour. And, yes. Yeah, and like gnocchi and stuff like that for like pasta. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's what I was most happy about. Like I immediately found a couple of things where I'm like, all right, I can do this. So what were you most upset about? Uh, upset about um, bread. Uh, my wheat intolerance mm-hmm. is, it's bad. It's in the red. So mm-hmm. that was really upsetting. Um, the other ones uh, would be uh, shrimp. Mm-hmm. I'm really upset by that because I absolutely love seafood and shrimp is like a personal thing between my son and I. It's something that we bonded over very early on 
when he was like uh, really young. And so that's really, it's just, it sucks that I can't like share shrimp with him. Um, and Sam, what about salmon on yours? Cause I know you don't like salmon. Yeah, I don't like salmon, but it's in the green, but so is crab and other shellfish. So it's not just shellfish, <clears throat> it's specifically shrimp. <laughs> I was just curious because salmon's in the red for me and I like salmon, but shrimp is in the green. I'm like, fuck you, shrimp. Oh, cruel, like cruel fate right there. Yeah, like, can trade, trade these? Right. Um, and then the last one um, is not food related at all. Um, it is pine trees. Mm-hmm. Ironic. I live in the Northwest, people. I am surrounded by pine trees. Nice. Nice. And you? Okay. So the ones that I... Okay, obviously, I wasn't overly surprised about the dairy situation. Right, same. So then I'm like, okay, no dairy. Can I have bread in my life? No. The universe yeah. is like, fuck you, you can't have bread either. And I'm like, what do you mean? No wheat? No spelt, no rice, no almonds, no, the list goes on and on, people. Basically, I can have oats. Oh, oh, and porridge oats. I don't even know there's a fucking difference. What's the (laughs) difference between oats and porridge oats? Does one taste better one than the other? Like, please let me know. I'm so fucking confused. (laughs) Oh, my Uh, gosh. And then, no, so then I'm like, okay, let's, let's look at meat. No eggs, no pork products of any kind, including bacon, and no beef. Yeah, I I was like, oh, oh, but eat all the fucking kangaroo you want. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I I feel so bad for you with the meat situation because I was lucky in the meat department. There's only a few things that I'm not supposed to eat, and they're, like, random as crap. Like, I typically don't eat them, so I'm okay with it. But for you, you, like, your staples are... Okay, so chicken. Right. (laughs) Which is great. Like, chicken's awesome and can be manipulated quite a bit. But at the same time, yeah, just chicken. Chicken. I can have buffalo. I can't. I can have crocodile. I can have emu. I can have horse. <laughs> kangaroo. Anyway, so that was that was the my biggest reaction was like, man, I have to actually change majorly. So this yeah. morning I had turkey bacon. It was delicious. It was organic. Are you're the one that doesn't really care for turkey, right? I love turkey. Who is it? I don't know. Oh. Somebody weird. Because turkey's delicious. I No, you, it is weird. Like, <clears throat> I'm like, how can you not like turkey? Yeah. Um, But so turkey's green on your list, though? Yeah, turkey's green. Perfect. Well, that's good, at least. And venison, which I do like as well. So I could always, you know, sub out beef for venison, ground venison. But then it gets expensive, right? Yeah, but... Like, I'm thinking, okay, so for the meat situation, chicken's going to be my go-to. And turkey sure. probably for a while. But my kids are older, so once they move out, you know, I could buy ground venison for just Paul and I. Or yeah, there you I, go. you know, get chummy with a hunter friend and, like, trade some yeah. shit for venison. I, I'm going to, I'm working on a menu. <laughs> yep. 
mm-hmm. other thing too that I was pissed about was the apples because we live in Washington. People, apples are such a part of our lives. And so delicious. I was not surprised. My apples are uh, in the red as well. Um, and but I knew it before. Like I could tell anytime I had apple juice or anytime I had uh, anything really containing apples, then I would consume quite a bit of it. It was like in. It, it was for sure a laxative. I mm-hmm. knew I would be pooping <clears throat> shortly after. And it's so hard to know, like, is that because of that or is it because of the sugar? Or... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, to be fair, juice has a lot of sugar in it. Like, oh, it does. Apples that... in them themselves have a lot of sugar. Right. Like, that's just part of how it is. So, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Use the apples. The apples. That's right. Yeah. So we'll let you know uh, what our diets are going to look like. Have you made any diet changes? I have. Um, I am doing a slow transition, mainly because of finances. Um, And also because I'm the type of person, I know I've mentioned it before, um, where I don't like wasting food. Mm -hmm. So um, Mm -hmm. right now, it's a slow transition where we're eating the things that we already have here in the house. But every time I go grocery shopping, I'm slowly incorporating my food. So for example, because I can't have wheat, I now have to go back to the gluten-free options. So I'm getting like rice noodles. um, I'm getting gluten-free bread and stuff like that. So yeah, I am kind of just slowly going forward with it. But I think I think I should be good with my list. I, I have like quite a few alternatives I'm able to flip over to, so I think I it'll be good. Nice. How about you? Um, yeah, similar. So the biggest impact right now is me trying to figure out how to fit oh why is mom calling me? All right, sorry. Because is, Jesus Christ. How to fit um, the new drinks and foods and everything into my budget. Mm. So it is expensive. I bought a tiny little thing of macadamia milk coffee creamer, which is delicious. But you guys, it's 16 ounces. It's like a little pint. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it costs more than the like a uh, more than a half gallon of half and half yeah yeah almost two gallons of milk I could have bought for this little 16 ounce coffee creamer and so then I'm like okay this oat milk which is 32 ounces so it's a quart mm-hmm. so a fourth of a gallon of milk and it costs five dollars it's so uh, that is one thing that I've been running into issues as well. And I'm trying different brands. So for the oat milk, um, I tried one brand because it was on sale for like mm-hmm. three bucks. And then uh, um, it wasn't on sale again. So I was like, okay, well, let's try some cheaper other options. And so they're definitely... It's trial and error all mm-hmm. over again, which is can be frustrating. 
but it also can be kind of exciting as well because of your creamer situation. Like, yeah, it was expensive, but it was delicious, right? Yeah, it was delicious. And the ingredients are all things that I can have. And before we started recording, I let Sarah know I was up very early and I had already finished my coffee. And by this time from completion of my coffee, if that makes sense, I Mm -hmm. would have normally started feeling nauseous, gassy, bloated, maybe like I needed to run and go have some diarrhea happen. And so far I feel fine. I haven't had a single bubble. And that's, that's awesome. And so I'm wondering, I might go have another cup of coffee. Ooh, another one. (laughs) Boom. Another one. But I'm wondering if like, so I've now had three different oat milks because mm-hmm. I want to try and stay within this one price range, right? I don't want to spend a ridiculous amount on these foods. And so I'm wondering that your creamer, oh, sorry, may, no, you're fine. Your creamer may be expensive, but I'm wondering if there's other brands out there that could be similar, you know? Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I think that the other thing too is that people need to hear is, you know, you said, you know, I don't want to spend that much money. You really can't like, let's be clear. Like people, we want to make sure that you understand, like we're not rolling in the dough and like, (laughs) I could just go spend $700 in this week to make sure I get all of the organic health food shit I need. No, that is not possible for either of us. And so we want to make sure that the things that we're talking about can be done by an average person and the average person in the world, in the world, in the United States specifically, can't afford $5 for 16 ounces of anything. Right. Especially if it, you're similar to us where you're the only one in the family with the gut issues. Right. Like there's an opportunity cost for that. Like I chose not to get something else <laughs> in order to buy that, you know? Yep. Yeah. Um. So it is important that. Yeah, sorry. I just wanted to make sure that's called out because yeah, you, no, definitely. It's you like you're the primary breadwinner in your home, and it's just not possible financially, you know, unless you want to make some really bad decisions, which we wouldn't recommend doing. And and that's why at the beginning I mentioned that it's a slow transition. Yep. I don't have the money to go out and stock up my own fridge. Like mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. So. I have to make sure that my family is taken care of as well as keeping my gut in mind. So it is a balance. Yeah. Well, and so one of the biggest things that I saw on both of our lists was the needs for a lot of fruit and vegetables, because essentially that's all we can eat. Mm-hmm. Or rabbits. When you have a family <laughs> like yours that doesn't enjoy that, oh how, are, how are you going to justify <laughs> buying those fresh fruits and vegetables for yourself right so going bad I am definitely so I have a couple of ideas one my son he's still young enough where I can force him to eat his vegetables and whatnot Mm -hmm. and he likes fruit so fruit isn't too bad but the vegetable part there he's very picky there's a Mm -hmm. select few so um that won't be too bad but I believe what will happen and what I've kind of done in the past I just have to do it on a bigger scale is to buy certain fruits and vegetables knowing what I plan on doing with them because if they're there to be snacked on then I'll get them to be put in the fridge 
but if they're there to be cooked with different items, then I will either choose to go the frozen route, like where they're already sure. frozen, or I'll just freeze them myself. Yeah. And, and I pick those options based off of price, I'll be honest. So whichever is the cheaper option, that's the way I'm going. Smart. I mean, and, and I love frozen vegetables. Like, there's a lot of arguments like, oh, you don't get the best nutrition. Yeah, but you can get those babies for a dollar a bag. And they feed your family, and they're totally still delicious. And they're vegetables. Uh, right. There's still more nutrition in those than you going and spending that money elsewhere on, like, right. fast food other, or Yeah, whatever. exactly. Yeah. Um, awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, we encourage anybody else that has tried this check your body health um, system. Let us know. What was your experience? Did you stick to a diet? Did it make you feel better? Were you able to add anything like cheese back in ever? Please say yes. <laughs> For our sake, please say yes. Please say yes. <laughs> Let us know. And also keep an eye out for our blog post where we're going to go ahead and post our results so you can see it in more detail. Thank you, adventurers, for joining us today. We hope this helped you find tips and tricks to loot the booty. Find us on natonelife.com and check us out on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter to follow us more on our day-to-day. -day. May your poop be regular and bubbles minimal. Stay, Stay sassy, sassy and gassy. gassy. Till next, next time. time. Nice. <laughs> Child of love, a knack one life, a knack one life. You work all day at make no pay, and debt is mounting every day. A knack one life, a knack one life.